It's time for the Motown Rundown, presented by Impact 89 FM, WDBM. This is your home for all things Detroit sports, from the Lions and Tigers to the Pistons and Red Wings. Now here's your host, Ryan Rabinowitz. Welcome in, episode 46 of the Motown Rundown. Ryan Rabinowitz, Trent Bailey, Ryan Collins, coming to you. Impact 89 FM Studios in East Lansing, Michigan. Sorry for the delay. I know oh, the podcast is a day late. We got things to do, people. Trent was off covering yeah, MSU it's basketball. Yeah, it's actually all my fault, 100%. I don't, I don't want to be, I mean, it is your fault. Not that, yes. like, I'm not, pointing the, I'm not pointing the finger as far as, like, you cost us something. Like, I don't care. I've, I'm flexible. But it is your fault that we were not doing yes, it last it is. night. Yes, but we're here now. We showed up. I'm very sick, so I'm gonna apologize. I want to apologize right now because I I don't have anything in me. Like there's times like you come in here, you're not feeling good, and you're like, you know what? I got to pull together right now for the podcast. This is bigger than me. I got nothing. I don't have anything. I have no enthusiasm. I uh, I don't feel good. I got a head cold. My nose is stuffy. My throat hurts. Well, this is why I'm you got shivering. this is why you got us, right? Yeah, exactly. That's the thing. Next man up. So, we'll be fine. I just want to get that out there in case people are like and we're, we're trying to win an MAB award here too. So, yeah, if they, yeah. this can't be our blemish. What do you mean? We have plenty yeah, I mean, we can have an off show and then flip and like cut up another one. Yeah, I don't know. If th- Let's just have a bad show today. No, we don't have to have a bad. <laughs> we don't have to have a bad show. As a guy who never makes excuses, I'm just saying that like I'm sick. But I don't make excuses. Flu game. I, had th- I feel like you've had the- a couple flu games on. Yeah. I know. I had one recently, and Collins was like, you're still sick. And I was like, I don't like, – still, I like, guess it's been a while. But the other one, the other sickness I was able to get over. Like, mentally, I just kind of pushed through. This one has completely defeated me. I took – you know those airborne things, like those little things you drop in, the vitamin C? Oh, yeah. Emergency. Yeah. We had this yeah. conversation the other week. Oh, yeah, yeah. I had one of those. I cracked a DayQuil. Nothing helped. Like and that's how you know that you're in for the like you sometimes you can recover and like go through the rest of the day. Uh I'm in trouble here. I know what I this might sound like the biggest hardo move ever, but every time I work out when I'm sick, I feel immediately better. I I had a we had a hockey practice tonight that I went to and I didn't really move around much but wasn't feeling great. I gotta I'll probably hit the gym tomorrow. But I was reading online too. They're saying you should just rest up. I've always been the kind of guy too where it's like if I go get a sweat in you feel a yeah, little bit yeah, better. Yeah. And then you rest up. Yeah, but I was reading reading some articles. Apparently, you're supposed to rest it up. So are you a WebMD guy? Yeah, but the thing WebMD, you go down that rabbit hole and like you, you, something, scary. Yeah, something else is yeah. wrong. Like, oh, uh, my nose is stuffed up. Like, oh, well, you might have a stage of, uh, you know, some yeah. crypto dramatic something something or other disease. It's like, oh, that's cool. I have, now I have six months to live. I just was gonna go to the store and <laughs> yeah. take some Dayquil, and uh, now I'm dying. So I don't. <laughs> whatever. I. It's just like I. Being sick, you, you take for granted, like just life of oh, not being sick. It's I feel like I feel like I've like never experienced life without being like feeling this way before. You have a I new, know I have. You, you like, obviously. This is like the most like overreaction and like probably the stupidest thing I'm gonna say. But after you get over like a like a three day head cold or like you're you're having like stomach issues, or whatever. You have like a new lease on life once you're like a hundred percent like healthy. And no, I, I, agree. Like, you're, I agree. You're just like wow. I appreciate this. This is pretty. Yeah, no, exactly. You gain some perspective. But tonight, I just envision myself going home. I'll probably have some soup. 
uh, probably like a hot shower. What kind of soup? Uh, my like I, we got like the Campbell's chunky. I've had these cans of Campbell's chunky sitting in my. Well, they were in my pantry last year at my apartment. Uh, I haven't eaten them yet, so I hope they're not expired. But I'll probably have one. I'm not even the a soup. big soup guy, but I, I just know soup. that's like a thing. Like you got to suck it up and do the soup. So I'll do the soup. I'll take a hot shower. I might get an episode of This Is Us in. And then I probably go to bed with my whoa, book. Whoa, you watch This Is Us? I just started. Yeah, I love it. Really? Yeah, I love it. So you're big like I like crying. Yeah. Oh no, I I like shows no, like that. No, no, I I don't. I'm not like you. Kind of. You came at me kind no, of. No, but like I going. don't like crying like every other episode. And I feel like that show well, looks so far, like you do. I made episodes in, and in the first episode, you get a little bit teary eyed, but things kind of pick up. I haven't really been upset since. But I know there's probably some things that are coming. I don't know, dude. I like I like sh- I like feeling. This... Like you want to watch things and like feel. Like I can't watch The Office like all day every yeah. day. I love my. It's one of my favorite shows, but you just can't. Like you gotta have some. I mean, the farewell episode of The Office is tough, but no, this is a good show. Good. Some my my one buddy was like, "Do you watch This Is Us?" I'm like, "No." He's like, "Dude, you should watch. It. It's a good show." He's like, "I I cry myself to sleep sometimes." I'm like, "Well, it's kind of sounds like what I'm." Like, ever see the movie La La Land? No. Most overrated movie of all I time. I disagree. I cried during that one. Like it's Why? nice to have a guy. Just sad, man. Like, I've you, never cried you, want them, you want them to end up together? They don't. Yeah. That's just how life works, I guess. Like I, just, you know. Okay. I hope my mom listens to this, and I'm gonna send it to her because my mom and my dad ruined that movie for me. Why? Because they saw it like two times before they took me to like. We went like on a vacation in North Carolina, and my mom and dad are like, this is talking it up for two weeks. You say, oh, once we go to your Aunt Ronleen's, we're going to go see La La Land. I'm in the theater. I'm like, I don't get it. I, I didn't think it was that good. And then, and then I, I, I usually don't like good movies. No, no, but I like the music is so good. I'm like, mom, it's just because the music's good. Don't act like that was like a fan. Like <laughs> that was a world changing experience. I don't know. And, and I, I love it. Like was, it was very good. And I'm a Goss guy. I love Gosling. Crazy Stupid Love. I love Emma Crazy Stone. Crazy Stupid Love's a great movie. Fantastic movie. Uh, you've seen The Notebook. Yeah, I'll yeah, I, oh, I love the great movie too. too. Great movie. I don't know. I didn't like La La Land. I thought. I, I mean, I just maybe. You no, just don't I didn't have a hate enough, it. Okay. I didn't hate it. It's just people are like, it should have won an Academy Award. See you later. No offense. That whole that was, wasn't that the one where like, yeah, Moonlight won. How do you? I mean, you gotta shout out Warren Betty. Old people the envelope. Yeah, I know that's tough. <laughs> that might be some yeah. ageism that we probably shouldn't go down that way. But <laughs> how do we get to? Oh, because I was. Yeah, this is. A, I love it so far. Okay. The, act, the acting's pretty solid. I, I'm looking forward to the rest of the... I got, like, there's, my like... parents 40, watch it. They love it. Really? My mom watches yeah. it, too. I texted my mom out of the blue. I was like, do you watch the show? She's like, yeah, I love it. I'm like, huh, never knew that. There you go. So I, I just watch, watch it with my mom now. I just watch the same thing every day. What? I, I just watch, like, a random show that I've already watched, like, three times. I'm like, <laughs> oh, I'll throw on... I'll throw on, like, Parts and Rock, Entourage, or <laughs> something. Like, that's oh, mind-numbing. Just mind numbing. Fantastic. Just doesn't do anything to progress my, gr- my um, brain. Other than that, we got to finish this video at some point too. We will. Yeah. Uh, Collins, was, you were working on it. I'm, I, yes. I appreciate that. Collins, a big integrity guy, and what you're doing when no one's watching. He's in there. You're working on it. I, I, I see you. Yeah. I see you working. Yeah. Rod Allen. Okay. I see you working. Shut up. We see you. I miss. No, I, I miss Rod Allen. Shut up, Rod Allen. I miss that cares. guy. Shout out Mario. I, I miss I, Mario. I just miss the miss Tigers being good. So yeah, I know. I yeah, miss. can we talk about that before we jump in? We have look, we got we got Pistons and Lions today. I was gonna we we're gonna do the wings. I promised the wings. This is like one of the first days too. I hopped on the Facebook. I'm like, hey guys, we're doing this tonight. If you got any questions, comments, whatever. After I get all the flack from everyone about. Oh, Rabinowitz never reads the comments on the air. Well, I asked you guys for the comments, and no one commented anything yeah, on the Twitter or the Facebook. Fair. So fair. 
Whatever. I was going to do Red Wings too. I don't, do not have the energy to do it. I'm sorry. I can't. I'm not going to be able to do it. Uh, we got Pistons and Lions tonight for you. Um, I don't know what it was that I read, but I texted you guys about it, about how, like, Michigan is the only state in America that has, like, I don't know if it's, like, all four of its teams. I know not all cities have all four, but, like, all of their sports teams, no matter how many number, I have no idea. But they don't have a single team over 500. Is it, like, the Birchfield one, the guy from 97-1? Maybe. Yeah, I saw that. Just something embarrassing like that. People, and that that's, like, been a trend the last, like, couple of weeks, though. Yeah, and but, like, when you're in the moment and you take a step back and you really, like, think about how things are as a, as a Detroit fan, I don't really think I ever put it in perspective of, like, how bad these teams are. It's bleak. Well, I mean, it's because like you, can't, we still you literally get, can't get any worse. Nothing. And and we still get up and try to. Yeah, why do we do that? We should, like, start a new the, podcast. Almost. Yeah, probably. Honestly. So we talk about, like, Boston sports. The Detroit Boston. Kill me. I'd actually rather die. Okay, oh, come gee. on. Okay, I'm I don't want to talk come about on. the Celtics and the Bruins I do hate the Celtics. and the Patriots. Like, really? Man, I don't like the Celtics. I don't like, dude. That's the thing. You know, that's another thing, too, that amazes me about people. That's how I am. Like, people ask me, like, who's your favorite basketball team? The Pistons. Oh, who's your second favorite team? Don't have one. I don't have like players. I don't even like any other teams. Yeah. I don't care. Yeah, me either. I like LeBron, so wherever he's at. But then again, like, the Lakers are one of my least favorite teams. LeBron to the Pistons. It's going to happen. That'd be amazing. Yeah, definitely. I'm going to do the mental gymnastics that, that to figure that amazing. one out. That's right. That's Ac- a Ryan Collins. That's an uh, actual yeah. Ryan Collins saying right there. Ohio. Mental gymnastics. Ohio. Yeah. He grew up in Ohio. Ohio is close to Michigan. So that's yeah. why he's going to be a Piston. Yes, and once there we trade go. Blake Griffin, the number 23 will be available. Exactly. So it's all coming full circle now. A circle that hasn't been started. It, it is happening. <laughs> Good. Well, it's in the works. Other than that, though, uh, so... Pretty much, yeah. Detroit team's not great, and we're still here. We do it every week, and I just have I have fun hanging out with you. Yeah, guys. no, I love it. Cool. I love it. It's always the best part of my week. But yeah, I wish people like look. If we got you know comments, we're gonna get the people involved. I always get. I have probably a hundred people ask me. Not a hundred. Many people ask me a day. We got like, a couple comments. Uh, my no my comments. tablet. It's just it's just people joining. Oh, is it? Yeah. Don't get too carried. Don't get carried away. I mean, there. my you tablet can... died for like the eighth show in a row. You so. never have your tablet. Available. Your tablet but... died. Yeah, I hate to see what it. What was I saying? What were they talking about? You're talking about how we get the people involved. Yeah, oh, I get people that are like, hey, let me come on the podcast. Like, all right, what do you want to say? Like, I don't want to talk about stuff. All right, well, start. How about leave a comment? Yeah. That's I, good. Julian, Julian, my uh, child, Julian, of the Impact His Own podcast. He, and uh, Green and White Report. And Green and White Report, my co host there, our co host, mine, you and Yours, me, Collins. Your co host. Either way. Um, he tweeted out the other day asking for questions for Impact His Zone. It got a million respond. I responded to be nice. Yeah. So Julian, where are you at? Like maybe yeah, yeah. We scratch had... my back. I scratch yours. You scratch mine. There was like eight Twitter questions for Impact yeah. His Zone today. Can you believe that? Was I on there? Did you guys shout yeah, me out? Yeah, you were. You were the very first one, and I actually gave you really? a very detailed answer, and I gave you a shout out. Really? I'll I'll listen. I'll I listen said I know Ryan very well. LeBron and I James know what he's thinking a, by asking this question. LeBron James is a dear, dear friend of mine. Okay, well, let's move into the show here. Uh, hello to our Facebook Live users. That was, a, that was a great, like, 12 to 15-minute intro about talking about nothing. 1053. Yeah, by the way, one of my friends, I will leave him or her anonymous. I'll kill um, him if it's if it's mean. It, no, it's it's not mean. It's just, like, they're like, why don't you talk about Detroit sports until you're, like, 20 minutes in? I'm like, who well, is that guy? Let, bring you know what? Bring that guy in. Or, so you have or to do girl, this job. or girl. Well, well, bring her, bring him, him or her in. <laughs> well, do they want us to just like, 
Oh, let's start with the Lions. Oh, like just be so formal. Like, yeah, I don't know. sorry, it's, 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 it's three dudes talking about four of the worst sports teams to ever exist on this planet. <laughs> gotta have, gotta have fun sometime. Yeah. yeah. So I, it whatever. Loud. You know what, people, whoever's listening, if your friend, you you show your friend this part. Okay. Oh, I, I will. I plan on it. You yeah. and you tell them if they don't like the intro, they can skip to the ten minute mark. And <laughs> yeah. Listen to the, Listen to us yeah. talk about the. You want to talk about the Pistons, Trent's friend? All right, here we go. The Pistons are four and nine. They haven't won a single game since we last talked about them, and they just lost to the Charlotte Hornets, a team that we always say yeah. you're gonna bottom feed on teams like Charlotte. Well, guess what? They lost one hundred nine to one hundred six. They play at Chicago tomorrow, and with that, I will pass it on to you guys. Your thoughts on the team. Whatever you want to do, I'm Pistons for you guys on the drill, and my brain hurts. So yeah, Pistons not looking great so far. Um, it's just kind of a, it's a little exhausting watching this team, but I still, of course, have my hope. I hang on to it just because I know that if Blake Griffin comes around healthy and Reggie Jackson comes back healthy, and 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 Derrick Rose can somehow play, you know, 55 plus games this year, and Andre Drummond keeps averaging 20 and 17, this is a good team. The problem is I just gave you four or five ifs, and that's not really how it works in professional sports. So um, the Pistons are what now, 4-9? and nine? It's time to start getting it going here, guys, because it's it's mid-November. It's almost December, and we know how the Pistons operate just historically. January is murderer's row. The Pistons yep. are going to lose <laughs> eight out of their 14 games in January. That's just how it's going to go, whatever. So figure it out. Um not very happy with what I see right now from the Pistons. Not a great product. Uh, like Colin said, with a lot of disgust before the uh, podcast began, uh, Langston Galloway drops 32 points off the bench, and the Pistons lost to the Hornets. That can't Not a good happen. team. It that cannot just cannot happen. happen. I don't care who's playing. That's that's an instance. See, there's plenty of instances where I'm like, okay, well, Blake's not playing. Whatever. Blake played. Blake played in that game. And it's just I don't even care if he didn't. That kind of stuff can't happen. You can't lose at a buzzer beater three to the Hornets. Uh, who who hit it? Uh, Malik Monk. Malik, the Pistons Malik can't Monk. beat the, can't gracious. beat the Hornets. They, no, they can't. The Hornets have incredible. the Pistons number. It is incredible. But I guess if there's if there's a couple positives, Sekou Demboya is actually balling out in the G League, um, in my hometown of Grand Rapids. Shout out. Uh, the Drive are actually they're they're doing great. But whatever. Um, that's not the Pistons. That's the Drive. I guess I, Andre's balling. Nothing, nothing surprising. Um, that's about all I got. When you, I mean, I'm, I'm dejected. Like the Pistons annoy me. I, no, I, I'm, just like I said, there's no teams to root for. Listen, I will never be Pistons free. I will never go that far. I just don't. Get but I don't know if you can tell. I didn't prep for this segment because I was just like, I, I don't really. I'm just kind of going off the dome here. Yeah, this that's is just fine. what the, yeah. where we're at the with the Pistons. Con- so the best content comes that's from where we're at. I mean, it, it's. It's pretty incredible when you look at this Pistons team, like the start they've had. I understand Blades played in, played in two games this year. He came back three games ago. They did load management when they went to Miami. Him and Derrick Rose both didn't play, and they both got murdered. But, I mean, not a good start to the season. I know it's early. I mean, six or 19 when they played Charlotte, only 19 points. Drummond's going to be Drummond. I mean, they're still playing Griffin 30 minutes. I, I, I mean, I don't know what their minute restriction is on him. That'll be interesting. Pistons also have only played two games in like eight days. Yeah. So yep. so so and and they also always play on days that we record too. They play. Yeah. Oh, is it last night they played the Hornets? No, they, they the Hornets on they Friday. Haven't, they haven't played the in four days. Yep. And they don't play tonight. They Incredible. play tomorrow. Yeah. Yep. It's yeah wild. But after they play tomorrow against at, at, in Chicago, I think they play five games in seven day five days in seven five games in seven days. Nice. 
God. You okay. nailed it. Tongue nailed twister. it. Don't worry about it. That was a tongue twister. Tongue twister. Don't worry about no, it. No, but like, I, I, and you really looked at that. I'm not going to like go on about the schedule, but there's some winnable games there. So yep. if they're not going to pick it up in the Nets like 10, like you play the Bucks a couple times. Other than that, you have pretty winnable games on the yeah. schedule. That is the positive. It, it's definitely yeah. the Pistons are a good enough team to win games. It's just, are they going to? Because no, even yeah. in the Hornets game, they got up by as many as what, like 22? Yeah. It, it, yeah. But I'm saying, like, if they don't pick it up in the next 10 games, then it's like, just people have started chirping about, like, hey, are they going to clean house? They've never cl- cleaned house with Tom Gores at the helm. Hey, the Celtics might want a guy like Andre Drummond who could basically fill the piece that they need to become an actual elite team in the East. Hey, do you get rid of Blake Griffin? Like you hear that, and I think in the next ten, 10 games, like if they don't, if say they go three and seven in the next ten, there's real like reason to do that. Yeah, I don't know if the Pistons will do that, but if they go like three and seven, I'm in the camp of saying, hey, you might as well just blow it up now and restart. Well, how depressing that is, but you, you gotta. That's a good point to bring up, and I did want to ask both of you guys as far as is there any reservations right now about Dwayne Casey? I mean, nah. ob- well, I mean, like obviously last year a mediocre year, you make the playoffs, you get swept, whatever. The team, like I, I get it at the end of the day, the team is what it is. Like that's this, these are the players you have, these are the contracts you're dealing with. Um, you know, some moves potentially to be made. You got injuries right now. But to me, it's like even with this roster, as you said, Trent, like there's, you know, you got some players here that can play yeah. basketball. Like the the Pistons are not a four and nine team, and again the sample size is still very small. But do you have any reservations at all about Dwayne Casey? I mean, is there is it too early to point the finger, or like is there? I mean, even when he was with the Raptors, like I get that he won Coach of the Year and he took the Raptors to the playoffs, and you know I don't even know if they did they make it out of the first round ever the Raptors with yeah, him. Yeah, I mean it's a conference finals. Right. So and then you know obviously he was you know fired thereafter because apparently that wasn't good enough, and they were. They won a, a, a NBA Finals with that too. So, or after he was left, after he left, uh, I mean, do you look at Dwayne Casey right now and go like, dude, like, can we figure it out? Or is it I, that do, I, yeah. I mean, ser- like, seriously, do that- you actually? I, I don't. I, here's I don't. the thing: I don't like. I'm not. I'm not on the fire Dwayne Casey thing. I'm not I, either. I'm just I know saying, like, it's a certain point. Like, can we win? Like, can they win well, games? Well, that, that's where I'm at. I guess it's more like if I got to point the finger at somebody, it would be him, but it's also, like, what he's working with is kind of tough. There's no continuity with this group right now because every week it's like someone else is hurt or someone right. else is coming back or someone else is taking a night off or someone else is getting sent down to Grand Rapids. Like, it's just it, there's nothing to work with, really. And I guess the flip side is, can you hold a 20-point lead against Charlotte? Because, I mean, like, that that to me, is that's not so much on the players. And, and, and that's, yes. like, make adjustments. And I agree. And that's where, that's where stuff like that – and, and I'll, I'll tell you what, man. I remember back in the day when we were kids and you see Piston games that end, like, 86 to 79. I can't stand the way the NBA is now. But it's just so bizarre how, like, you're up 20 points against Charlotte. Like, they're not the Lakers. They're not the Clippers. Can you hold a lead? And yeah. that's why, like, I just don't care to watch. Like, it's just so, like, every night it's just something like that. You turn the Pistons game on, they're losing by 25 points. And it's like how the entire NBA is now, too. Yeah, teams just get blown out. And it's just, I don't know how you even watch. I said this year, too, out of all the four major sports, I watch basketball the least. I enjoy it the least. I'm a big football, hockey, baseball guy. Even though I do watch the NBA at times, it's hard for me to watch other teams that aren't the Pistons. But I remember saying, like, oh, some some players moved around. The NBA is going to be so fun to watch this year. 
I don't even care. Like, it, just the way the game, yeah, games end 145 to 128. Like, no one plays defense. Just stupid. Yeah. Stupid. It's that you literally just epitomize every 50 year old man I was just gonna say, in the, in like, the United uh, States. Hey, hey, it a, was so funny, I'm though. A, a, that is That was like something my dad was, my dad would say, like, all my uncles would say. They'd be like, no one plays defense like they did back when like Jordan it's just was like, playing. It's just like you watch college basketball. You go from watching Michigan Terrible State. Terrible product. Horrible you product. You go from watching Michigan State play basketball, and these guys are against like a Seton Hall game, for example. That was a good game. Despite despite the fact that like you know you're watching your your favorite college player, these are kids playing. The game of basketball is the game of basketball. Like the the NBA guys, just they don't even play. I got Kawhi Leonard's out every other night with load management. Blake yeah. can't play. It's just so dumb. Like it's the only sport where like you just you rest guys for load management. I get that every guy's not gonna play eighty two games for you, but the fact that they have to make an extra rule to say, hey guys, you can't rest guys when you want because you guys will go five games in a row without playing a guy, and no one wants to come in the games and watch. So stupid. Yeah. And that's that's the that's the flip side of you have a a superstar dominated league, which I get. I love power to the players, but it's like come on, like. Yeah. And I hate to be the basketball versus hockey guy, but hockey guys don't sit out because a load man. Henrik Zetterberg played eighty two games with a broken back. Yeah, no, like, I just I so, agree with you. How do you I want think, like Blake? And, really, Blake? And, and guess what? He had, Thirty guess million what, a year. And guess what? He had to retire after that season. That's why they do load <laughs> okay, management. Okay, so that's, okay. We'll Here's play. The thing. We'll play Zetterberg. We'll, we'll start playing guys. Thirty games in the NHL. If you like that, would have gave you two more years of like decent Zetterberg. Would you have done that? Would you played so. in sixty games. I guess so. There's it a very so, easy like, solve solution. There's very. I almost said salvation. That is definitely not the word. There's a very easy solution to this. Shorten the season to fifty games. Just do it. That's a lot. Yeah. Or then at by. least sixty. I think every time there's, sure. this. there's too much money. You need to have. I think that for basketball teams in the NBA, hear me out. They need to have at least one guy dressed and playing minutes that's above an eighty-two overall in two K every night. Well, two K's ratings are messed up because Ronnie Two K should probably be fired. That guy stinks. Ronnie Two K. That's it. I don't even know who that is. But yeah, I, I the think, guy who makes the ratings. I think if you're best a, job ever. Something like eighty. Okay, let's say if you're an eighty-three overall or above, you have to have at least one guy playing. So even if Kawhi's not playing one night, you have like I don't know who else on the Clippers. Well, what know. if you're like no I don't know, like the Pelicans, and you just stink. Like you don't have one. Well, of those then we. Guys. You, it's all arbitrary, so we can cut that down. But that's my <laughs> that's my rant about okay, how the NBA okay. stinks, and I can't watch, and I can't even watch the Pistons. But... Okay, I'm gonna say this. I I I get the whole NBA stinks, and like it's. I understand like it's hard to watch like the Clippers when PG and Kawhi are both not right. playing, yep. and they're still winning because they have good pieces. Like you're like, I don't want really want like like what is this doing for me in the future? Like how is this preparing me to like project them and what they're going to do in the playoffs. But, like, the game of basketball in general, like, I just think it, like, has its flaws. And I think, like, people like college basketball because they play a little bit harder, obviously, and it's a shorter season. College basketball is all Like, I love college basketball <laughs> more than anyone in the world. It's an awful product. Just fouls left and right. It's like a free throw game, like, almost every other game. Like, the thing about the NBA, like, they are scoring all these points and stuff. But it's because these guys are so good. Like they yeah. really are. Like ve- like you like yeah. Anthony Davis gets the ball in the mid block. That's two points. It's over. Yep. Like and you're like and that's why people I think like college basketball because they stink more. Which I I kind of enjoy it too. It's I, just like I agree. After the flair the for rest, the dramatic, the, the fouls are are out of control. Incredible. It's yeah. out of control. But like 
I, I get what you're saying, but other than the Pistons, I I don't really watch the NBA either because I'm off the sauce gambling. I watch so a lot. I'm off the sauce gambling, but I, okay. I'll get back into it. I know. Did you find yourself a class to take or a group? No, I just I, I just weaned myself off. You weaned yourself off. You <laughs> yeah. start collecting stamps. Oh no, I've just been like I don't know what I've been doing. Nothing. Okay. I watch Still the NBA watch so much. I have league pass. Me and my buddies watched every night. I mean, like tonight, it, yeah. I've been I've been checking in on uh, the Carmelo Anthony's making his debut. No one, I don't care. Wow, awesome. See, I don't do care. care. You guys are like scoffing it. I think it's no, I think no, it's great. So I think it's awesome. Bad. No, he's not. The a guy that's regressed I horribly him. over his career. Yeah, I did too when he was like, when he played for the Nuggets, he was sweet <laughs> with AI, yeah, yeah. but jeez, man. No, but I, and last thing before we get into Lions, I'm about good, the Pistons. Good transition. Yeah, I just, I want to say this. I'm not like giving up yet. Like, no, just, on the, just yeah. on the fact, like, Blake has only played in two games and, like, he's going to have Russ. Yeah, I agree. And I do, like,. They, like, Tony Snell just went out with an injury. I don't know how long he's out. He might be, like, day-to-day. They haven't played in five days, so he's probably going to play tomorrow yeah. or whatever. But I wouldn't hate them just blowing it up regardless if they turn it around. Like, if they're like if they're on the cusp of making the playoffs and, like, Drummond is really having that all, like, NBA year that we all think he's going to have, just trade him. Yep. Well, to that point, I mean, and Andre Blake, Drummond is leading can. the team in four of the five major statistical yes. categories right now. Every everything except assists. So, I mean, and even assists, he's averaging three, and the leader on the team is Luke Kennard with four. So it's this team right now is just kind of in a funk. It's really weird. I to Collins' think, point, I still think they can get a seven seed oh, if they, they keep the core together. I think but so I don't too. want them to. But it's like at the same point, at the same time, and this is weird for me because I've never been this guy. But what what's What's the point? Yes. What is what the is, point? What is the point? <laughs> Blow it up and wow. actually get some assets and do it the correct way like you should have done two years ago yep. when you decided to trade for Blake Griffin instead of try, trying to accumulate some draft pits in a really good draft class. They did the opposite, and they left themselves out of like a really good draft class, and they could have potentially gotten in the lottery if they decided to say, yeah. hey, let's kind of just like wipe our hands of this season. But I just – Trade Drummond. If you're a smart organization, you trade Drummond. And I, I love Andre, you guys know, but I am coming around on that whole thing, too. You're like just it's a smart not, organization. Your ceiling as a team centered around Andre Drummond is not— It's like not a four. A, it's not, four seed. Not even. I mean, it's yeah, like— not even. He's, not even. Because he's been your best player, and he's played in all 13 games, and you're 4-9. And it's like he is putting up 17-20, and 20, but it's just that doesn't win no, in today's the, NBA. It just doesn't. And it's and, not his fault because he's balling. It's just not— and the thing about it too, like he, if he gets traded to the Celtics, which I do think it makes the most sense, yeah, like for both sides. Their best big man's name is Cantor. And not that, and I think that they would set. I don't actually. I don't know. Hayward's kind of picked it up this year. He's, but I think he's out for like four to six. Yeah, weeks. he's hurt. He's hurt. Yeah, for but like they have money to make that work because Andre's making so much money, and you got to do like swap that and whatever. And they have draft picks. But if Andre Andre's done a ball, if he goes to a team like that, he's just perfectly made for that roster. And people would be like, oh, you gave up on this guy too early. No, you didn't. It was never going to work here, and it's not, it's not yep. going to work here. So I, just I trade completely him. co-signed. And that doesn't mean he's bad. It just, it's not going to work here. Right, exactly. It's not trade his fault, him. and it can be Get a peaceful an thing. It can be a, can be a, Andre, thank you for your six years. Good luck. And it also, can be. do you guys like the new Pistons alternates? I like them. I do. My buddy, my buddy Rowan here, who has now since left the Facebook Live, commented <laughs> and said, how bad are the new jerseys? I think they're great. I've been pushing for a red jersey. Everyone to come back. has. I, it makes 
another thing that just bothers me with the Pistons, like the gray and the black, you're Yuck. you're a red, white, and blue team. Which are it's by the way, the that best, color scheme is awesome. Yeah, it's one of the best color schemes you can. You the, won the lottery. You and the Sixers yeah. have won the lottery of col- the even, better than the Wizards. Even they're red, white, and blue too. You have won the lottery. Stick to your colors. So I, I the red is great. I don't. I, I get the, like the racing stripe type thing in the middle. I think that's what they're going for with yeah, the. Yeah, it's like tire tracks. But it's just it's like the, It's all. It's all so bad. Uh, like the, you know the the uh, Grizzlies get their like Vancouver jerseys this year. Everyone's doing cool things about the Pistons. Pistons oh. are like, oh, we're gonna be futuristic and. I oh. wish they'd go back to like the Isaiah Thomas jerseys. I, those yes. are those the are neck, the best. Like, the circle collars and stuff. It makes yeah. me okay. This I actually think the Pistons home and away are like. Top ten in the league, I think they're just like yeah. classic clean. They're I agree. Like, they look really good. Yeah. The thing that bugs me now that I keep seeing is like, uh, th- there's so many people that want them to get a teal throwback, and I just, uh, you know what, it is I'm beyond so, me. I am so with you. I, I'm so, I hate it, the it's teal. so beyond me. No, yeah. yeah, they were so bad. They were like the nostalgia is they were bad. And there were weird jerseys, yes. and it's like, let's bring back the teal. Especially the red, black, teal, and yellow. You know, remember that? Yeah, remember yes. that one? Terrible. How about, like, the Pistons lightning bolt one? That's those what I was going to say. Like, like, how you go with yeah, those? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I, I just don't get it. Just like, no, no they're gonna, teal. You, they're going to bring them back. Oh, no, not you sure they, they will, will have that. You know they will. I actually don't think the black ones last year were bad, yeah, but it was just like. Terrible. It was no just sense. like the fact that I'm just avoiding to use the color red. I think even the. Mo- like, I was you, like, yeah, guys, yeah. what are we doing? Even the Motor City ones, like the dark blue ones, I thought were terrible. The gray ones are bad. The, the gray black ones, ones are bad. The gray ones are The really black bad. ones aren't bad. It's just not the Pistons' colors. Whatever. Either way. Okay. Move on? Yeah, let's move, we on. Move, on. Play, let's move on. Pistons play the Bulls tomorrow, meaning Wednesday, because we're recording on a Tuesday. Yep. Uh, we'll move into the Lions now. Ooh. The Lions lose One the pride, Cow- baby. The Lions lose to the Cowboys, thirty-five to twenty-seven. Yeah. They moved to three, six, and one on the season. Some would call that season over for the Lions. Uh, some stats <laughs> for you, Jeff Driscoll. We got to watch him again. Fifteen for twenty-six, two hundred nine yards through the air and two touchdowns. He almost, for the second straight week in a row, led the team in rushing. Eight rushes, fifty-one yards, and a touchdown. Bo Scarborough, welcome to the team. Fourteen carries, fifty-five yards, and a touchdown. And that guy has to be on steroids, right? I remember watching his his, his high school highlight tapes. And I was like, this yeah. guy's going to be an NFL Hall of Famer. Don't know what happened. I actually like he was like decent at Alabama. Like I get he like I think he, I don't know who he shared carries with at Alabama. Don't remember. No idea. <sighs> this is gonna bug me. This is really gonna bug me. Say I, it again. Who did Bo Star share carries with at Alabama? Josh Josh Jacobs was like a backup like for two years. I don't think he was there. I then. don't remember. Damian Harris still there? I'll I don't look know. it up. You guys just I really don't remember. Uh, Go no. ahead. Give me give me some some thoughts on this game. What'd I mean, you, it was like see? took a nap in the first half. Me too. Fell asleep during it. I was there. there. Yeah, T- took a nap in the first <laughs> half. Woke, I was there. Woke up to I think it was like ten to seven Dallas or something. Check this out. This is who both Scarborough split carries with. Who? Derrick Henry, Kenyon Drake, Damian Harris. Jeez, tough Pr- lineup to pr- crack. Pretty good. Not not a big deal. Anyway, sorry. Continue. Yeah, but like I won't. I mean, there's like no juice. Like I, I'm not gonna like sell you. Like hey, like yeah. <laughs> there's no juice. There's no juice. There is no juice. Like, I agree. There's no juice. The juice is not loose. Not loose. If anything, it's so loose it's gone. It's run yeah. away and is hiding yeah. and got away with murder. Oh, I mean, guys, the, I we cry. can't like harp on. I don't the... know if OJ's guilty, by the way. Okay. So but anyway, are ahead. you that guy? I don't know. Just, <laughs> I'm reading the facts still. Go ahead. 
Okay, he definitely murdered his wife. So <laughs> we're, we're, yeah, yeah well, we're not going to talk about it. Continue. Watch the documentary, the third for going, I probably want to go home now. Actually, it's, it's, a, it's like <laughs> ten hours. It's preposterous. Oh, okay, never mind. Yeah, people, definitely. Definitely. People verse. No, with, with David Schwimmer. No, that's the FS one. Juice, juice. Yeah, where yeah. David Schwimmer is <laughs> yeah. yelling juice. <laughs> I sorry. Now I'm so distracted. I forgot. <laughs> my, like the like, train of. There's no juice. Of, the juice, but uh, no juice. Yeah, I mean, I, what can I say? This defense sucks. They can't get to the quarterback. Their secondary is like, eh. They make a couple plays every once in a while. Slay wasn't bad, but other than that, I it like, what am I supposed to say? Dad Prescott is like picking rosies in a bat, bat field. I, I it, There's nothing we can harp on that we haven't harped on. And, I like, Jeff Tristle is, like, not horrible for a backup. Like, he gave you a chance to, like, sort of be in that game for the majority of it. So you can't yeah. be, like, mad at that, but. I, I, I'm curious to see how the like they finish this year because there's very winnable games on the schedule. If that like Stafford is not being ruled out for the rest of the year. So I, I they could I if he gets back in the lineup they can compete with mostly anyone. But like like they they fumble first, I think it was second play of the game, yep. Zeke Elliott, Lions don't score, and I'm like, okay. They're they're gonna lose by whatever. Because at like there's just like no hope with this team right now, and I I'm curious to see what moves they make in the off season because I don't know how they get better. Like it, yeah. d- d- like I think that's the question. Oh, here, so I'll gonna... answer it. Ready? Uh, we got to coach better. Uh, we're gonna watch the tape. Uh, <laughs> we're gonna go back and uh, yeah, you know. Sound just like him. Hey uh, hey hey, Mark. How do you respond to a 44 to 10 loss to Michigan? Oh, uh, we're gonna put our foot in the ground and we're gonna take a step forward. Yeah. Next I, question. Next yeah. question. But uh, Trent, anything you took away from the yeah, game? Yeah, yeah, I, I don't I got mean a lot. to be. I don't mean to be this like, I I am dejected there's, with the Lions, but I'm just very talk. sick, and I just like Colin said, there is literally nothing new to say about you the don't, game. No, there is, yeah, about the game. You know so you have Matthew. You you, ha- you don't have Matthew Stafford on the field. There is zero sex appeal to watching this team. Who are you watching? Zero, Who do exactly. you care to watch? The defense? Yes. No. Oh, look, Darius so, Slay. So you can go on Twitter after the game and tell oh, we're fighting. We love. Snacks here, and I love this city, and I'm gonna work hard for this team. You suck, dude. You guys all go ahead. Sorry, I'll, I I'll get just, into my lane. Here's the thing: I struggled today because I was trying to think. And yesterday, um, I'm trying to think of like what we're gonna talk about on this podcast, right? Because like it's pretty hard. Right? It's pretty hard right this, now. At this point, it's like we need to start looking at next season. The oh, problem yeah. is we have what? What are the Lions? Three, six, and one, so that's ten, yeah. correct? They got six more games yeah. to talk about this bullshit. This is stuff. <laughs> this, so that was almost really bad. No, I um, didn't say well, it. Well, it's not really Butter bad. No one no, okay. even cares. So here's the no deal. Here's stuff. the deal, okay? <laughs> here's what I will harp on, and I will harp on this for the last six weeks of the season. I don't care. Matt Patricia stinks. He's a terrible coach. <laughs> he should not coach the Detroit Lions. The problem is you can't really go out and pitch to someone and say, hey, you want to come coach in Detroit? We have this guy, and we're dealing with him for next year because, like you said last week, Rabinowitz, he's going to be here. That's just how the NFL works. He's going to get that next year. And the, and, and you know what? I'm, I'm going to preface everything by this. If you just win, you change all of our minds. Am I wrong? If, yeah, you, if you just, if, I mean, if you just, yeah, so it's like, or, if you not, just, or not have a defense that's performing worse than the Bengals. So who that, does not that's, win a game yet that's where year. I'm going. That's that could where I'm be, going. that's a start. Because Baby you know steps. what? That's a Here, start. Here's the deal. Dak Prescott is in, and obviously he's not bad. Not great. Right. He's in the, he's in the echelon of 
Kurt Cousins and and even like Phil mm. Rivers and that he's he'll, better no, than no, that. Listen, listen, he'll throw you a couple a couple like interceptions. You just gotta catch them. And yesterday, <laughs> Darius Slay, big play Slay, didn't catch them. There was two of them that went right through his hands, and I was a little upset with that. But like when I bring myself back down to earth, it's like I can't really get that upset about this, right? No, Matt Stafford's not playing. The Lions stank. They're three, yeah. six, and one. And it's just so disappointing because I'm always the positive guy, right? Like, I'm always trying to find yeah. something. And my po- I do have a couple, but it's like it's not even really worth it to talk about. Here's here's something. Here's something, Matt Patricia. Look, Bo Scarborough carried the ball two times less than Zeke Elliott, had 10 more yards, and didn't fumble. Zeke fumbled. So it's like Bo Scarborough outplayed Zeke Elliott, and yet your defensive scheming was so bad that you lost. I just don't understand. You let, I mean, Dak Prescott's not, obviously, he's not bad, but you let him score 35 points on you. It's yes. almost as bad as 42 to Kirk Cousins. And it's in the same, it's in the same, like, grouping of we're better than that, or we should be. Because, again, I'm going to harp on this one last time before I let you yeah. go. You are a defensive head coach. That's your thing. That's your MO. That's what we paid you to do. Because you know what? We have an elite quarterback here in Detroit, and we brought in a new offensive coordinator. And if you think that with Marvin Jones and Kenny Galladay and bringing in Jesse James and drafting Hawkinson and bringing in Amendola and carry on in the backfield, that's set, right? Because you got Stafford. That's cool. We're going to bring in Matt Patricia here. Because he's gonna he's gonna really be the ringleader of our defense, and you know what? Not only are we gonna bring in Matt Patricia, we're gonna bring in his guys. We're gonna draft yeah. big linebackers, and actually Jelani Tavai has been great. But we're gonna we're gonna bring over Trey Flowers, and we're gonna bring Rashawn Melvin and Justin Coleman. We're gonna dish out all this money, and then you know what, Matt? You can coach them to be the thirty first best defense in the entire NFL. That to me is the story of the season. That's the story of the status quo of the Detroit Lions, and it's pretty sickening and nauseating, and I'm done talking about it. So, I was up. just going to say that you talk about them letting up 35 points to the Cowboys, especially when you have your backup quarterback in, and they go out there, and the Cowboys' defense statistically isn't tremendous, no, but they do have some legitimate playmakers, and your offense, led by Dr- Jeff Driscoll, who was almost turned into a wide receiver last year, Goes out and they get twenty seven points at home. How you have to win? Right. I mean, you let up like that's the same thing with the Vikings game. Your quarterback goes out there. They, like, this this offense doesn't even need to be in the in the conversation of being a problem because it's not. They score points. You don't even have your starting quarterback, and they've been in the last two games. They should have, could have won the last two games. So if if we can all agree, if everyone can agree the defense is bad, well, who do you look to? Paul Pasqualoni. That's Patricia. I still don't believe he calls defensive no, plays. Do you know what's going to happen? I don't believe though? it. I don't believe he's it either. He's the scapegoat. No, yeah. no, no. It's a, he's a genius. This Bob Quinn and Matt Patricia are geniuses because they hired this old man to be the, the scapegoat for this team. Of When the team sucks because it's not working, he shakes his hand and Matt goes, you know what, Coach? been a pleasure. Thanks for all your mentorship in those great years. We're going to have to send you on now. Here's your, here's your millions of dollars that you made. You're the problem you're gone then they'll bring in some other guy no, and, and no. it'll start get rolling here. you already know what's gonna happen this is gonna be like maybe like this happens at the end of the season 
Matt Patricia is taking over uh, play calling duties. Yes, it's exactly. like the classic yeah, exactly. like Mike McCarthy. Yes, Mike McCarthy I was just move. gonna say Mike McCarthy. Exactly, like classic Matt. Yep. Collins, you're exactly right. It, that, that is that's, that is, that's gonna that's happen. That's coming. Brace yourselves for it. Don't, don't get know, upset yeah. by it right. because we know. It, so it's we, be so like, we got we got Grandpa's chops. We got we got Grandpa one last trip around the block before he s- retires out in Florida. Whoa. Paul Pascaloni. Unbelievable, man! This—it's just such it's a not, joke. It's not his fault that he I got know, hired to I a know, position he was not qualified I know, for. I know, but it's just—it's just such a joke, and it's frustrating because we there's so many things that pointed to this team being competent coming into the season, and the the whole essence of my fandom is just being hopeful and staying positive and enjoying watching the team play and always as you say Collins you do the mental gymnastics of why the Lions are going to win 10 games this year and they just can never seem to do it so my thing again back to the whole Matt Patricia thing is he's a defensive head coach your offensive coordinator you brought in is doing a pretty damn good job your quarterback before he got hurt was having an MVP-esque season you lose carry on, fine, I understand, but your defense is it's a it's literally a fireable offense. Like no defensive court. If I have to imagine Paul Pascaloni's gone after this year, I mean he has to. No shot, no shot. And and I get what you're saying. Like that's an actual logical reason to be like, hey, maybe we need to clean our hands with this Matt Patricia guy because hey, he was brought in to be a defensive mind and they sucked. Hasn't but, done it one bit. So I. I I, I'm not going to, like, repeat anything that you guys said because I think you guys are right on the money. And I'm not going to, like, go into depth what I think they should do because I think there's still a lot of time in the season that we can talk about that. Yep. But the one thing I do want to say about this Detroit Lions team is I don't, like, it's a very weird dynamic because I don't know they're in between rebuilding and, like, going for it now. Because at this oh, point, I think the team's fine. Their coach stinks. No, that, that no, no. The team's not like it doesn't matter. Like coach and team, yeah. The coach can't just be the scapegoat for everything. I think it really it can, can't. I think it can be in this case. In this I, case, I think for I, their defense being no defense who has competent like Darius Slay, competent player. Other than like, well, I, Darius Slay's more than a competent player. But I know what you're saying. But like, yeah, you're I get still thirty first in the league. You can't like if you're saying like, oh, they're gonna go. To hire some other guy, and it's just gonna click like that. Like on the defensive end, I don't believe that. But the fact that it's done so bad over the course of the year is crazy because it wasn't really that bad at the beginning of the season. Like the scheme is, the scheme must be so easy to figure out. And I know they haven't gotten any pass rush, but you put so much money into that. So it, it's like, is it the GM's fault? It, it, but I'm just saying, it's like a weird spot for them because you look at this roster and you have guys that are young and like. You're excited about their futures. But you also have guys you just paid a lot of money to that are not performing that well. And you have guys that you have to pay, and you don't know if you're going to pay them. Yeah. So it, it, I think we're going to talk about it more as the season goes on. I'm very curious to see what they do in the offseason. That's all I have to take away. Which is, which is just incredible that we're now that those words are coming out of our mouths, but there's six games left to play in this season. No, I know. The season's, season's over. Seriously, season's and over. if you would have told me, and I genuinely mean this, and I know that I'm a slappy Lions fan, but you if are. you told me two weeks before the season began that the Lions would be 3-6-1 and one through 10 games, I would be so devastated. Yeah, it is, it because is devastating. Because just, just knowing how everything was set up, 
Like, it was Patricia's second year, and Jim Bob Cooter was gone, and Matt Stafford is going to have a new scheme on offense. You still got Marvin and Kenny, and you drafted Hawkinson, who we were all pretty excited about. And and it's just I, – I just don't understand how this team got – actually, I do understand and I how they got to this point because, like you – Ryan, we – there was a big disagreement between you two last week about, like, this team making strides and what qualifies as making strides, getting better, whatever – you said, Ryan, that the that the roster coming into this year was better than any roster that like maybe Matt Stafford's ever had, just on, on paper. paper. Yes. yes. And the problem is, yes, there's injuries, and I understand that, but you know what? Injuries are a part of everything. That's a part of the sport, that's a part of the game. Then you turn to your coaching staff and you say you have to you have to find a way to win games. You have to find a way to to beat the Vikings at home. Because you know what? That's a divisional game. And going into that game, you were 0-1 in the division. You have to find a way to stop the Chiefs on 4th and 8. You have to find a way to not let Kyler Murray throw for 350 yards in the 4th quarter or whatever it was. It's ridiculous. That kind of stuff is just, that's on coaching to me. That's on coaching. That's on scheming. That's just the difference between good teams and great teams and and terrible teams. I, I just don't know if this, like, this front office and this head coach are in sync, which is crazy to say because they're both New England guys, and they, I, I'm assuming they have a similar philosophy to how to build an organization. You pay Jesse James, and you go draft TJ Hawkinson, and it's pretty obvious. They don't use either of them. They don't use either of them. Ever. It's crazy. So, like, one good tweet Pat Caputo's ever had. It's <laughs> a, he tweeted that on Sunday. I was like, you know what? That's a very good point. What Like, fine, you draft TJ Hawkinson. What is the point of signing Jesse James if you're not going to use him at all? Yep. You don't even see him in goal line situation. I don't get it. Like I like, and you can say Hawkinson will pick it up eventually. He will. He said he's still not worth an eighth pick. Yeah. And it's Ebron. And it, yeah, Ebron will pick it up eventually too. Pettigrew will pick it, it up eventually it's too. That, that's a th- that's the thing. Will you, Heller. Heller. Will Heller. What a name from the past. But uh, Kellen it, Davis. Kellen Davis, Spartan dog. But uh, I like, I just like, I don't get that like continuity going on and. I don't have any hot takes right now. I don't have like anything that's gonna fix this team because I truly don't understand how you fix this team without relieving Pat- Matt Patricia of his duties, which you're not gonna do. So you're in a situation where you're kind of stuck. So I, I, I'm not gonna harp on anything. I, I don't know. I don't. I don't want us to just keep on talking about the same thing every week. Well, I. Well, what, what, what do we want us to talk about, dude? I, I, I don't even think that Matt Patricia. I, there's no like even energy to this team. Like there's no like fight they stopped or like leaving though, right? I that's what he said. They look they literally lo- look like they've stopped believing. Yeah, they look like they're a team that's three six and one yep. and like is very content being three with six with a hurt and one. quarterback. Yeah, yeah, and, 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 and you're running back on again, IR. And again, I don't mean to bring this up, but I want everyone to to really really analyze these last two games with Jeff Jeff Driscoll. You can't even watch this team anymore without Stafford. That's how bad this team and you know what? Yep. Shame on me. Shame on me because I came in here in our first podcast of the Lions season and I gave you ten and six or eleven and no, five. No, 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 no. Not I, shame on I you. Did. Shame on Matt Patricia. Well, I'm that's just, what it is. I'm just I'm just saying right. All yeah, well, three of us said they I, would I, make the playoffs. Let me let me No what? I did not say they would yeah, make the playoffs. Let me do something here. Whoa, whoa, I wanna whoa. Ryan Collins. I you might not Ryan have Collins, but I, you didn't think they'd be bad. I want you to look me in the eyes. I said there'd be like nine. I want you to look me in the eyes, Ryan Collins. I want to apologize to you for ever calling you a pessimist or for all the people 
that come out here and say Collins is too negative because I hear it all the time. Your Uncle Steven. My Uncle Steven's one of them. You're right. You're right. No. You're, you're, you've been right about this team for the last two years. You will continue to be right about them. No, it's not. And like, I, I commend you for being for taking a realistic approach. They they this they, they stink. They my, they're bad. The thing about it though, I think you guys are having a realization that I had last season because I was all in last year before the year. I was like, okay, they they got the pieces. They got a new coach. Like maybe this to work. And it just didn't. And it like the vibe around this team ever yeah, since. Yeah, right. It's a bad I, vibe. It's just like you, you don't have any confidence. Like it's, I don't like you. You hear the stuff about Quandre Diggs. You hear the stuff about like before week one that guys are not happy last year before they played the Jets on Monday night. Yeah. That like I they don't they don't understand who this guy thinks he is. Like what's yeah, he done? There's there's no there's been no culture change. I like. The thing about the Lions is you look at a team like the Ravens who have some swagger. Like they that's a team that like scares me to have to go against. The Patriots, obviously the Patriots. Teams like the Saints. Like they like you, you watch these teams play and they play hard and they well play coached. together and they're very well coached and buttoned up and professional. Every time I listen to a press conference, every time I see an interview after a practice, or I see these guys play, it genuinely looks like these guys do not believe in this head coach at all. It looks like a, the, why would you? I was going to say it, it I don't blame like, him one bit. It looks like Matt Patricia is having his first day with the Lions every single day. They're like they like this guy doesn't know what he's doing. He like doesn't know where like this. He, Matt Patricia strikes me as a guy who like doesn't know where certain things are kept at the practice facility. He's like, oh wait, where are the pads? I, I can't find it. Like. <laughs> That's what he strikes me as, and and I don't and I understand as a as a guy who's played sports my entire life as we all have, and how I just fundamentally understand how teams work and organizations. You can't see everything. We're not in the locker room. Even when reporters have access in the locker room, you don't know what's going on behind the scenes. But I will say that there's something to be said when I can name off those teams I just named you, and you can. I don't want to say physically, but you can almost tangibly feel the energy that this team carries. The Lions don't have that. Nope. And and I get that they like to keep everything internal and close to the chest. There's nothing in no one on that team I just feel no one on that team cares. I like that I I, just, I wouldn't say that. Right, which is it's a wrong way to put it. But what I what yeah. I'm trying to say is if you want to make me believe that the culture is changing and things are different, you'd see it. I'd be able to sit here and go, despite the Lions being three, six, and one, they play hard. They're 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 getting, you know, they're getting in people's faces, they're they're picking each other up when they, they don't it's such a it's such a lackluster, ridiculous team. The th- I think the most telltale sign about like us talking about this team and like not having any excitement, like I think there's a like once Stafford goes out, like all bets are off, and how good he's been this year. But like the vibe before Stafford even went out when they went to Chicago, like oh they're probably not going to win this game because their defense is so bad. Because right. look at it, but, I mean it's it's like Stafford's been having an MVP caliber year until he went until he got hurt, and what no. was what did it get you? Three wins. No, that's not, yeah yeah yeah. Um, to your point, yeah. The, like the there's like the fact that that's not the conversation we're having right now. It's like oh Stafford's out. That's the reason why they're losing the games. That's pretty telltale about yeah, like what's going else. on on yeah. def- defensive side of the ball, and like I said, I'm not gonna, we're not gonna harp on it anymore because it's pretty it's it's gonna it's the last 
six weeks of the year we're going to be yeah. having a Listen, very similar to, conversation. To our to our viewers and our listeners, I will make this promise. We're going to come up with some good segments. We're yes, gonna yes, do, We're going to have to yes. do some things. And that, you know, this we, will we be had to do the same thing last year. We had to, like, we had to pull some no. curveballs here because we can't talk about the Lions. No, well, I think we just, like, talked about Stafford, like, every show we for, like, an hour. We did talk about Stafford. Yeah. We screamed about, I, I screamed about yeah. Stafford. Yeah, so I, I, I think, yeah, segments are a good idea because this team is not, the, all the we're gonna have to get a lot of segments for <laughs> yeah. these Detroit teams. Yeah, so so, talking about different different cities around yeah. Detroit. Yeah, to talk our about. favorite. And hopefully, yeah. you know the Pistons High school win. Sports. Yeah, <laughs> Pistons start winning. Wings start winning with oh, uh, spare Fabry. Me. You know, spare me. Yeah. Uh, but we'll talk about the Redskins now. The Lions travel to Washington D.C. Uh, on Sunday. They, they will take on Washington. They stink. And I will let me say this too. I think that honestly, these last games, like if Matt, like every single game the Lions play from here on out, like there is no like looking good for Matt Patricia. He can oh, just no. look worse and worse. Like the Lions could go win this game against Washington. I wouldn't. I wouldn't bad an eye. Oh, but if it they lose, matter. if they lose, my the fire under my ass just gets lit even hotter. I it doesn't matter. It, like it does. Like he's in a lose lose situation right now. Yeah, because yeah, exactly. the money was on the table at the beginning of the year, and you blew it. By the Going way. into the bye week, yeah. you were two zero and one and one or whatever, and you just couldn't like. Oh, I just don't get the, it. Like that—that that was your chance, bro. That was your chance to like do something. We gotta, we gotta coach better. Yeah, uh, you gonna... lose the Packers game, which obviously, actually, that was not his fault. We'll go back. You take a lose look at it. the Vikings game. You barely beat the the Giants, who stink. You lose the Cowboys game. You lose the Bears. The Raiders game. Like what? That was your chance, Matt Patricia. Well, they literally beat nobody. Well, this year, by well, the way. it's it's one play. We're gonna look at the tape tomorrow, and we're gonna figure out how can we get better. Yeah, every we, snow we just got We got to execute. We can I? Execute. How about this? How about this? We gotta, we, we'll look. We'll look at the film tomorrow. Real quick, want to back things up. Remember after the Cardinals game, I remember you played the audio. Obviously, not how you want to end the game. Oh, really? Really? <laughs> Thank you. Thank uh, you, rocket scientist Matt Patricia. Honestly, the way they. We should have known after the way they tied that game to the Cardinals. I know the Cardinals aren't like oh, as bad as we thought I they know, were going to yeah, be. That's right. the thing. Like I, I see that, but tip like the cap, tip the cap. Like, I don't know. That to me is a team that looks like they like they'll enjoy playing for that coach. No, that's it. Yeah, like that, that's the thing. Like Cliff Kingsbury, he's a, he's a young guy. They got a young quarterback. They're those like they're and not. You know what? They're not going to be a playoff team. They but kick a million field goals. Right, it's crazy. crazy. You know Zane what? Gonzalez. The Cardinals also are a team that went out and made a move. They got Kenyon Drake at the trade deadline for no reason. It made zero sense. They, well, they, they, yeah, but they're making moves. Hurt. Like just didn't call. But again, that's an example of a team that. The, you know, visibly looks like they have some life to them. The Lions don't. But anyway, Lions and Redskins, uh, we'll do the I, picks in a second. But I will say this. N- you, I'm not to, like, get on Patricia again. But, like, I, I've said this a hundred times, how much I love Jim Schwartz. And I know he wasn't a good head coach. But, like, the big dumb person I am, if I see a guy fist-pumping it out there, guys in, like, press conferences, like, oh, I love playing for Rex Ryan. I like that. Yeah, that that's like the dumb sports fan in me, and no. I know that always doesn't work. But like, you need something. Collins, I would give like, a whole lot for Schwartz back. I would. No, I no, mean Schwartz I, wasn't I, a good. I, I'm about to see what Jim Caldwell's up to. They liked playing for him. I, yeah, that's I what would, I'm saying. Like, oh, yeah, here's a horrible game manager. I know this is not how. I mean, the Patricia NFL sucks works. too. Right. I know this is not how American sports work. But if the Lions like said, "Hey, Jim." We were wrong. You want to come back and coach again? Just, just I wonder. I back. hope Jim Caldwell Dude, would be like, he's, he's not had a great gig. He just chills in Philly, has the nips popping in a tight quarter zip like he always does. Wait, wait, where is he right now? He's in Philly. He's been there. He's been there. 
D coordinator. He's been there for like six years. Jim Schwartz, not Jim. Oh, Caldwell. I think mean Caldwell. Caldwell like, doesn't have a job, I believe. Caldwell's yeah, I probably like he's... one of those guys who's like an advisor for the XFL. I was gonna say like a yeah. Like it's like yeah. A let's bring this guy in. Okay, okay, let's move on. Does anyone have any comments about the the Redskins? He's at the all? assistant head coaching. Washington. Oh, 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 Jim Caldwell. He's got a job with the Dolphins. What? Oh wow! What does he's he do? Incredible. Co- quarterbacks coach. Wow, that's not good. Josh Rosen. Shoot! Wow, <laughs> that's the two. Yeah. Come back. Can you get an OC job? Jeez. But I, you know what? I will say about the Redskins. This is a team that I think that like they have the worst owner in sports. Arguably, yeah. it's like horrible. But they have like some excitement on the offense on with Terry McLaurin and Dwayne Haskins. That is the one like source of like, if you look at this team, the reason the Redskins are down, like three point dogs. They like have a horrific offensive line, and they just like don't care. Darius Geis is back. Yeah, and they they, they have an interim head coach. Like I'm just saying. I I could see them being able to put up some uh, – anyone could put up points into Detroit actually, Lions right now. I actually, to be spiteful, I actually want the Redskins to win this game. I oh. think it would be hilarious. I don't. I think it would be – You guys are driving I, dude, me nuts. I think it would be hilarious to it see Dwayne Haskins have his, like, signature game this year. I think it happens. And, and like, the, and then they, it's just going to be hilarious. Because, that dude, you need, like, at this point, we got to get Matt out of here. Yeah. Gotta, I, there's, I don't even care. He could go, they could go 8-8 eight eight next year. Okay, I still well, want well obviously, if, if, uh, I'm kidding for the most part. I'm kidding for the most part. I know but. what you mean, but if you told me that, like, It'd be you know, hilarious. hey, if the Lions lose this game, Matt Patricia will get fired, I'd be like, you know what? Lose. Well, if he loses the next two, he probably is going to get fired. If he loses this week. Redskins and then, and then, and then Thanksgiving? Then, yeah, he probably loses his job. If the... Uh, the way in the fashion. Dude, eh. the, if the Lions lose at Ford Field on Thanksgiving, it could get dangerous. In the, it really could. I think, I think it, like, it could actually get – people would get worked up. Like, people it, yeah. stupid stuff. Like, I'm, I'm I serious. Still, yeah. I, 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 they the, lose this game somehow uh, and then go – they lose on Thanksgiving? Like, I might never watch the Lions again. The thing about it, though, like, how do you, like, fire Patricia and not fire Quinn? I feel like they're they're kind of like at the because like I'll, I'll tell you I, I don't I disagree. Go ahead, but I disagree well, with that. I'm, and I'm sure we'll get into all this some other time because like you know it's it's a valid yeah. question, very valid question. I think for me personally, I am seriously ninety percent blame on Patricia and ten on Quinn, and the reason is, and I I said this last week. I'm just going to reiterate real quick. I think after all the years of Millen, all the years of Mayhew, Quinn has given you starters. He's drafting you starters. He's bringing in guys. He's trading for – he's making moves. He's doing his thing. I don't think Bob Quinn's made a terrible move yet. I think arguably maybe the worst move would be extending snacks, but not tra- – because, like, trading for snacks was a good move because he was factually right. good last he's year. He's useless now. And, well, I don't know I don't know so much if it's his, he's useless or if the defensive scheme's just that bad. Because Dude, his be- only job is to the, is the literally stop the run. He doesn't do it at all anymore. Well – I don't know what okay, happened. so I, I guess I'm just until he gets a. Uh, it's similar to how I felt with Stafford last year, where it's like until you get Jim Bob Cooter out, then I'm not going to make any assessments on Stafford's play. I'm not making assessments on anyone on the defense's play. Same thing with Jared Davis. Everyone's getting on him. I understand, but I'm just like, what do you? What do you? I mean, I don't really understand what you expect when the defensive scheme is this bad. Like no one on defense is playing well. So my thing is Matt. Matt Patricia hasn't proven anything as a head coach. And Bob Quinn has proven a, a pretty decent amount as a GM. And that's why I think you could fire one and keep the other. I just can't wait until uh, like 15 years from now when Eric Ebron's retired from the NFL to, to, for him to write his 
athletic post or the Players Tribune post about how bad the Lions organization was run. We get to see all the inside scoop as to what he has to or, say. Or like or Slay. It might no, be Slay. No, or like Stafford and like why Stafford retired early and why he <laughs> yeah. why he just resides in Atlanta, Georgia and never comes to Lions. I would I actually be like great. Uh, here's a hot take. I want to hear a hot take from me. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if Stafford retired after this year. No. I don't think that's a hot take. Wouldn't be surprised. That's not a hot that's his a back, torture. His back's broken. This team sucks. He's locked in. I think he might they might I say I'm just, don't be surprised. Or he just forces I said it here a trade. First. I said it here first, just, just so you know. Forces a trade. Okay. Well, whatever, dude. Either way. It's just it's a mess. But we can do the picks. Ryan Collins, four in a row for you, I think. Woo! Ryan Collins is now 13 and 7. That's how you turn a season around there. You should take. No, you turn a season around when Matt Stafford doesn't play, and you don't find out until right before both games. That's how you turn the season around. Ooh, a little some shade there. Collins, <laughs> thirteen and seven. I'm not, Trent, I'm, not, I'm not questioning Collins' betting IQ. I'm Trent, just saying the lines move. Trent and I, for the hundredth week in a row, have, have tied. And I we stink. Are I stink. One and one. We're both nine and eleven now. Uh, the spread this week: the Lions are a three and a half point favorite. Might be the last time they're favored all year long. Over under forty two points. Collins, we'll start with you. Over the, I mean, I, I, 42 against this Lions off defense, excuse me. You got to take it any day of the week. I get that this Redskins offense sucks too, but like it, they, they, anyone can pull points against the Lions. And Jeff Tristel has like shown he's capable of yeah. making some plays at least with his feet and making the occasional throw. So I do think this will go over. And I do think the Redskins cover. Like three and a half. If it's at three and a half, I do like the Redskins to cover because I do think it will be a close game. I do think it will be a close game. It will be a close game. Okay. <laughs> Last I, th- I think it'll be a close game too, but I think Lions cover. Lions probably win by like a touchdown. It's not going to be pretty. It's going to be an ugly game. It's two bad teams, quite frankly. That's what it is. It's the first Lions game this year where we can say, yeah, it's two bad teams playing each other. Uh, I, I just I don't th- I don't see much happening. I think you know what. This game is going to be all about Jeff Driscoll just trusting Marvin Jones, Kenny Galladay. They'll move the ball enough to put up some points, and I think it goes under because I don't think I don't I, I don't trust either offense. I, I obviously don't trust Lions defense either, but that's kind of where I'm at. I just think both teams are kind of incompetent. Uh, Lions win by a touchdown, but it's a low-scoring game. I don't know if Matthew Stafford's playing this week. I really don't care to see him out there. There's no reason for him to get hurt. So I'm going to operate under the assumption that Jeff Driscoll is playing. Here's my final score prediction. Lions 17, Redskins 13. There you go. Lions cover. They win. It's an ugly one. It's low scoring. uh, And they go under. And that's about all I can tell you with that one. And there, in our probably our quickest pick segment of all time, because there's really uh, is no juice, no juice. What no. time no are juice. we? At? Still an hour. It's an hour. Hour, oh, okay. hour and solid, one. Solid, solid. Hour one. I somehow made it through. I actually started feeling better <laughs> as the podcast went. Yeah, you got fired up. You got fired up. I did. Yeah, my my cortisone or cortisol or I don't emergency still whatever. That's still going in the background, eh? It's incredible. You're doing great. Thank you. You look yeah, great. It's you emer- look great today. Just emergency. My, I can feel my nose running, too. I hope no one can see that. It's a, it's important to me that you know that the medicine you're taking is emergency. It's airborne. It's not emergency. The stuff you drop in the drink is emergency. It's a tablet, though. It's airborne. It's a different brand. I understand what you're saying. I know what emergency is. I it's airborne. agree to disagree. I'll send you a I picture of no it. I have no idea what you guys are talking about. My vitamin C supplement. I'm just a big non-medicine guy. I don't oh, know. Same. I, I just don't. I'm a huge, like, my. I love doing this. I'm like, oh, mom, I have a headache. She's like, take a Tylenol. I'm like, no. 
Yeah, I'm not gonna do it. It's like it's just it's not gonna help me. I, I like dude, it's so Tyler stupid. It's not gonna help. It will help, but I just I'm so stubborn. I can't do it. It's so funny. That's fair. All right. Fair. Good show. Good show. Charlie, good show. Great job, guys. Always a good time. Well, that's all for today's episode of the Motown Rundown. One pride. For, one pro whatever, Trent. For Trent Bailey and Ryan Collins, I'm Ryan Rabinowitz. Submit any questions, comments, or suggest topics for the show at Motown underscore rundown on Twitter or on the Facebook. Uh, on the Facebook. Yeah, on the Facebook. At the Motown Rundown page. On the web. We're going to need you guys to submit some something because yeah, we, give we us can't some, we, stuff. Give us some ideas. We can't we're continue empty. to talk about the Lions. This is more more important than ever. We need you guys right yeah. now. Yes, uh, need some ideas. Pull us miss, through. Don't miss a single episode of the Motown Rundown. Be sure to subscribe to Impact WDBM on iTunes. New episodes every week. We'll see you next time. I'm going to take some Tyler. Peace out. have been listening to the Motown Rundown brought to you by Impact 89 FM WDBM for all your Michigan State and Detroit sports coverage visit impact89fm.org sports and don't forget to subscribe on iTunes Get up, everybody,